Welcome to the LU Moment. Thank you for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. Hey, legend alert, Alvin Brooks is in the house. Alvin Brooks is a basketball legend here at Lamar University playing for the Cardinals in 1979 through 1981. He was a pass-first point guard and became the school's all-time leader in assists with 432, setting the stage for his teammates to be in the spotlight. As a senior, Brooks set the LU single-season assist record with 249 assists. Brooks also helped lead the school to back-to-back Southland Conference titles in 81, 80, and 81, as well as an appearance in the Sweet 16 in the 1981 NCAA tournament, and he's back to coach the Cardinals men's basketball team. Welcome home, and thank you for joining us. Welcome. Uh, thank you so much, Shelly. It's a pleasure to be back. I'm really excited about coming back home. Rare that you get an opportunity to do that. As, no, it's awesome. And, and you, you've been close to home. You've been at the University of Houston for 11 years, building that team to the big time, right? Right. And um, so why? Why come back to Lamar University? Well, why uh, well you know, actually, at, at Houston, that was my second stint. Okay. So I um, actually spent 23 years total there. Been in the state of Texas for 30-something-plus years at various institutions. So uh, I was the head coach of Houston at the age of 33, very young. A lot of things went on. First African-American coach. First African-American that yeah. did any sport on campus. Wow. So um, I went through three of these, three presidents. We changed leagues, kind of led them into a different conference, actually. Led them from the Southwest Conference to Conference USA. So this, as we go into uh, the WAC, I'm a first time doing it. Then they're so, done so it's kind of eerie how some of the things I'm dealing with now are very similar and have an opportunity to do it again. And so I'm kind of uh, kind of have a calm about Approach about this. change. Yeah, about mm-hmm. change. I very realized a long time ago when I was even here at Lamar. Um, my junior year went to the Sweet 16. Coach Tufts got the Oklahoma job. So mm-hmm. we had a coaching change, and Coach Pat Foster came in, and we were kind of like anticipating <laughs> change, wondering what was going to go on, and, uh, and it ended up being a great thing. Coach Foster, who I became uh, good friends with, as a mentor, I talked to him recently. He led me into coaching. Mm-hmm. And so that was a good thing. So um, I had four coaches in four years in college. So I kind of got accustomed to change after a while. Uh, the uncomfortable started to become comfortable for me. Well, and that's and important so, because you, yeah. can, you can work with these guys. I can. I can, as I told mm-hmm. them. That's all part of life. So my prayer was always that I become a head coach again. But I wanted to go somewhere where they were not doing very well, mm-hmm. where they had needed an infusion of energy and uh, some hope hope and try to get back to winning ways. Uh, I just never thought it'd be in my old school tomorrow, you know, because uh, April 2nd of 86 is when I left, which was about 10, 11 days ago. Yeah. 35 years ago to the day is when I left Lamar to go to Houston. Wow. And so, you know. The offer came around that time? It came off, it came like a few days prior. Yeah. And um, so to have an opportunity to come back during that time. So why Lamar? Because I wanted to go somewhere where I could make a difference, where I could have a chance to help the program, which is kind of, I've been part of rebuilding programs now for 20-some years at the different uh, institutions. I was at A&M, uh, which I see you have probably displayed on the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, great mm-hmm. school. Aggie Rain. <laughs> so my daughter-in-law is at Aggie Rain. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when we first went there, they had never won in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were struggling, and then we kind of got it rolling quick. Uh, went to Texas El Paso. They was 
um, last in the league, and we won the WAC championship within a year. And North Texas, Sun Belt, different. So every Valley coming back to Houston. So kind of, I'm working my way back to where I've been coming home. So yeah. Houston's uh, University of Houston, my hometown school. So I'm born and raised in Houston, exactly like 80 right. miles from the Morris campus to my doorstep where I grew up from. So um, University of Houston, about 10, 15 minutes from my house. So I came back to my hometown school. And to represent and help my hometown school, kind of help them get back. And now to go from that, my hometown school, school I love, to my first love, Lamar, right. my, my school, my home school. I mean, I, I couldn't ask for anything better. And um, to do it in a year where we go to the Final Four, my oldest son, um, Al, the third, mm-hmm. he goes to the Final Four. We actually play against each other. Um, unfortunately for us, we lost to him, but... Good for him. Fortunately for me, as a father, when his son came up the next day, I'm watching him play Monday night for the national championship, and he won. So it's been a, it's, it's not even you can't yeah. even say a once in a lifetime experience because you go your whole lifetime, you never get to the final four. Right. I coach these against your son at the national stage. Yeah. This is great. I mean, it's been, I mean, we were talking it's about it. It's going to be an emotional time. It I, mean, I can't I, even imagine. I'm not an overly emotional guy, but I've displayed so many emotions in the last two weeks that. <laughs> And so that's why I'm thankful for Marco Barnes. 
Yeah. Um, because, you know, I had three as a young head coach. And so that's difficult to do. So um, I learned that from him that, you know, you need stability at the administrative level and support. And, you know, you need to have a good working relationship with them, and then you guys build it from there. Right. So that was a few things I learned from him. So that, I think that will be beneficial to us here. Oh, I think so. I think I think it's great. Marco uh, visited with him yesterday. He can be more excited about having you. And, and so maybe some um, some expectations. Give us a give us a three year vision. You got a three year oh, vision. Man, yeah. I have a yeah, I do have a vision. But yeah. um, I kind of learned a long time ago to um, I know my vision is ultimately for us to be not to win the whack whack champions. NCAA tournament participants and then win a game in the tournament in advance, you know, one game, try to go one and over. That's my long-term vision, you know, graduate, you know, every guy that we have, yeah. get to reconnect with the community. with the And a lot of the guys here, I remember talking to some of the coaches in the past, everybody thought, man, Lamar's a great job. You love to be at Lamar. But then uh, when they talked to the man, Omar's so different. I said, yeah, bro. Lamar's in Omar. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, so – you know, um, um, my vision is to reconnect with the community, um, right. the Beaumont community, the Golden Triangle. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. my grandmother and grandfather, who hailed from South Louisiana, originally settled in Houston. But when they left there, they went to Port Arthur, Texas. My dad actually was born in Port Arthur in 1927. Really? Yeah. And so I used to visit me on Roosevelt Street. And uh, so... When I came here as a player, it wasn't like um, I was unfamiliar with the area. Right. So I kind of felt like your people are familiar. Right. Yes, look familiar. So, Rick, I never was disconnected here as a coach. You know, mm-hmm. I always came to mm-hmm. the area. Mm-hmm. So kind of. Yeah, you recruited our people. I did. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. did, which are my people. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, re- reconnecting, you know, Lamar mm-hmm. with the um, mm-hmm. uh, with the community and just kind of stay in touch there, and then you know just building a program that was uh, the community field connects with more, Lamar's connects them, and, and we win. Well, I, uh, this community is going to embrace you. We're excited about having the home, mm-hmm. and we're uh, just, just going to be more thrilled. I, I think that um, yeah. I got me, I'm going to take you to Rayo's on a Thursday. Everybody needs to Rayo's for coffee on a Thursday morning. Oh. Right in there. Oh. So you, you listeners out there, we're going to be at Rayo's on one of these upcoming Thursdays and have some coffee. Okay. We visit with everybody. Um, so let's um, let's talk about your your priorities. What what, what are you going to do right right now? What what is, what are you focused on? Well, besides you know, moving, <laughs> uh, you know, um, we've got to um, you know provide a little stability. You know, we've had a few kids in the transfer portal, and mm. first of all, the business is taking care of the guys we have. You know, yeah. and as I told him, uh, I understand change. I've been through it as a player, I've been through it as a coach, and so getting them to feel comfortable with who I am and what mm-hmm. we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then um, stabilizing that here at the house first. Right. And then recruiting new prospects to Lamar. So I've been on that since Marco offered me the job. And so trying to get guys that fit here. Not everybody fits here. So right. I kind of know what we need there. And then hire staff and get organized there. And then, again, put it at a level to where not we're just going to have one good season, but we can build it a bit better every year. We sustain it. And uh, we can just continue to have a really good program, not just a good one-year team. So that's been my goal right there is to um, recruit really good players, take care of the players we have, hire really good staff that fits here, that are servant leaders, and take care of our guys. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So just a few things going on in your 
non nonstop, Shelly, nonstop. So, but I, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Um, it's what I pray for. It's what I wanted. So I'm looking forward to it. Very good. Um, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Okay. All right. Do you, do you like to have fun? Oh, yeah. Always. Okay. Always. All right. So we're going to do some uh, little Steve Harvey action. Okay. You know, for family feud. So I'll ask you a question, and you've got 20 seconds or less than answer. Okay. <laughs> uh, favorite music to sing to in the car or shower? Oh, I'm a, I'm a, my dad was a former destinist, love music. So I'm an R&B old school guy. So my favorite group is Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. My favorite solo single would probably be Teddy Pendergrass or something like that. But I got quite a few. But, and and you, sing, the, you sing to that music? Uh, yeah, I sing to that. Yeah. yeah, I know most of them. Yeah. <laughs> do you count your steps? I do not. <gasps> do you exercise at all? I exercise all the time. But I, I go by how many miles I can go. I mean, if I, can, I still like to either jog or walk, and it's usually about miles. Uh, 10,000 is easy for you then. All right. Okay. Uh, what's your most unusual talent? Uh, my most unusual talent is that I love animals and I like to train them on my own. And so I have two German Shepherds and I have two horses. I have a quarter horse and I have a Tennessee Walker. And I love to train and ride my horses. Dogs and the horses together? Yeah, sometimes. Uh-huh. My female German Shepherd's not too fond of them, so she kind of likes to hurt them. You know, hence the word German Shepherd, so she kind of... Uh, yeah, so I'm not too excited about it. Yeah, yeah, so when, <laughs> when I need to corner them up, I, I, I have them together. But yeah, I, I love doing that, so that's my... And kind of what I Yeah. Uh, would you rather have unlimited sushi for life or tacos for life? Tacos, absolutely. Shrimp tacos all day long. I love seafood, so shrimp tacos I can have all day. All right. Favorite Netflix binge? Did you binge any? Uh, I've been a big Netflix guy over the pandemic. I kind of started getting used to it, so I got kind of got hooked on Money Heist. Money Heist? Yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah, loved it. My, uh, Marjorie introduced it to me, and I said, oh, it's pretty good. Uh-huh. So we kind of, yeah, we did that. Uh, any superstition? Um, yeah, you know, like if I, um, whatever my routine is, mm-hmm. I'm a routine guy. If we win or I wear a certain thing, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm wearing it for the, the next time. The next time until until we lose, and then we lose. I'm not wearing it again. Got it. <laughs> uh, favorite color number one answer is red. Blue. Oh no, red. <laughs> <laughs> Blue red. <laughs> red. You know, I've been a red color guy for so long. I was here, Lamar from '79, '86, red. Went to Houston. 86 to 98, red. A year off after, you know, my mother passed at the time. So I went to Texas Tech two years, red, yeah. black. And when I first finally got a different color when I went to North Texas, green, and I was so, so out of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're back in red. I'm back in red. Love yeah. it. Love it. Favorite mascot? Number one answer is big red. Number three answer big, is big red. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But, you know, for me, any. Animals, I love animals, but they wear here. But if you say, hey, what animal you like? It can happen to be a image of a horse or a dog. You know, that's me. I hear you. Yes. We're glad to know you. We're glad to have you. Glad you're back. Yeah. And um, thanks so much for being with us. On thanks, uh, Shelly. I appreciate you having me. Thanks yeah. so much. I enjoyed it. It's great. Right. And we appreciate you listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelly Vickahanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the Pride of Southeast Texas.